Hi and welcome to episode 79. I thought it'd be interesting to talk about commitment. As I've been talking to a few clients lately about procrastination. Procrastination, commitment. How exactly do they fit together? Or do they? So let's get into it. Hi, my name is Catherine Mahoney, and I'm passionate about intuition, business, and living your best life, and helping you navigate the ups and downs of the wild ride we call life. I'm an entrepreneur, intuitive advisor dedicated to guiding others to success, winning national awards in business and leadership, and featured in MSNBC, USA Today, and the Business Journal, just to name a few, speaking to audiences just like yourself. I teach successful business leaders in honing their intuition, creating certainty, and taking aligned action. I'll give you a straight talk with humor. Business, intuition, and mindset are just a few of the topics we discuss discuss here. Be ready for fun, insightful journey with me. Reveal hidden secrets, be challenged and inspired. This is the Clearly Catherine podcast. Commitment. More often than not, we hear fear of commitment. Well, that word fear sure does come up a lot. But how come we don't have fear of procrastination? Because that's something you should be so much more fearful of, don't you think? Imagine someone would say, Do you procrastinate? People go, yes. Are you afraid of procrastination? People will go, yes, I am, but I keep doing it. Why do you keep doing it? Why aren't you more excited about commitment? Why doesn't that drive you forward? Does commitment feel too heavy, too strong? I mean, it is kind of a commitment. feels like cement, doesn't it? Even the word seems a little heavy procrastination. Something about that sounds pro, right? Pro. It's something good. It's something fun. Commitment has that mm, heavy sound. Is that what it is? Are we associating it that way? Mm, It's an interesting question, don't you think? But what does really cause you to not fear procrastination and instead cause you to fear commitment? I mean, Do more things not happen when you make a commitment? And more things do happen when you procrastinate? I don't think so. Do more things go wrong when you make a commitment to continually try, continually put effort, continue to move forward, put all your energy to it, do whatever you need to do, pivot, be flexible, to find a way to make it work? Or... Do you have more problems and more issues when you deal with procrastination? Do things tend to go more right when you procrastinate? Do you tend to feel more successful when you procrastinate? Is it a positive feeling when you procrastinate? Is that why you don't fear it? Or is that why you do fear it? We have to really understand why we are not committing to something why we are not signing up for. And I don't mean someone else's things. I mean ourselves. Why are not we not getting buy-in from ourselves to move something forward, to get something done? Instead, we get on that thought procrastination wheel. Well, I need to think about it more. Well, you know, I have some more decisions to make. Oh, I need to sort this stuff out. I need to read some more, I need to learn some more, I need to understand more. That can lead you into procrastination. Now there's a little bit of that that's really helpful and useful. Just kind of 
get your head clear on making a good decision. But there's a point where it becomes procrastination and nothing good comes from it. So what's the big deal about commitment? Why do we use the fear with commitment? Because you feel locked in. That's why. Commitment feels like you are locked in. Commitment cement. You cemented yourself into that decision. That's it. No flexibility. No other choices. That's that. Why do we have association with commitment in that way? Why don't we see commitment as, hey, I'm going to move forward on this. I'm going to change and adapt when I have to, but I'm going to continue to move forward. I'm going to keep doing the next thing to make this go better. I'm going to keep doing the next thing that I need to move this forward. I'm going to keep finding, doing, learning to follow through with the commitment of building this towards success. Continue forward with success to accumulate more success, whatever it is. What if we changed how we thought of commitment? Wouldn't that be wild? What if it was something you didn't have to get some heavy equipment to break up the concrete to set you free? And it wasn't this big, huge ordeal to get out of it. Because that's what we do in our mind, don't we? Oh, I've made this commitment. I've named my business this. I've committed to this partnership. I've committed to that. And we're like, oh, now I can't change anything. I can't do anything different. That's it. It's over. That's, That's what it is. It isn't. It just means you made a commitment to do something, to move forward with something. Things change. The world changed. Have you seen the world lately? Have you looked at technology lately? I mean, you gotta buy a new phone practically every year. They're not that committed to the one single phone and technology, are they? They want us to continue to move forward. So we need to be able to use that in all parts of our lives, that ability to look at commitment as this ever-changing, evolving process. If you change what commitment looks like and how it describes things and the definition how you feel about it becomes quite exciting. It becomes full of opportunity. If we describe procrastination, (laughs) what has a pro in the front, I'm telling you, makes it sound so wonderful and positive. If you look at procrastination and scrunch your face up when you say it, do something physical with the word, Say it in a negative tone. Oh, procrastination. Something bad, something negative, something you don't want to be doing. We get kind of lighthearted about it, don't we? Oh, do you procrastinate a lot? That's how you hear it talked about, right? Do you procrastinate? Here's ways to solve that. You know, it's still kind of perky and fun. It just kind of sounds like this, you know, cool kind of, sure, we're all a little bit lazy sometimes, but don't worry, I've got a plan for you. Well, we need to start looking at procrastination as no good, terrible, awful place. We need to look at and feel procrastination as a no-go. Procrastination. It's negative. It's not a good thing. It doesn't help you. It takes you nowhere. Think of it. Change your tone in your mind. Do something physical when you think of. And whatever it is for procrastination for you, what is the thing that you do? 
oh, I overthink things. Not, you know, I kind of overthink things. Don't be light about it. Be real about it. And then let's lighten up commitment. Yeah, commitment. It's opportunity. It's saying, I'm going to do this. I'm going to move forward with it. I'm going to find different ways, different options, flexible time, flexible ways of doing this. I'm just going to be open to every way of getting this done. I'm not going to stop. Sure, I'll rest. I'll allow my intuition to come through. But this is a positive thing. I've committed to allowing my intuition to help me. I've committed to my own success and sharing what I have with the world. If you change what you've committed to, if you change what commitment means and you use positive language, tone, physical, sit up straight, jump around, play good music, do whatever you have to do to change that heavy, heavy feeling, that negative, deep feeling of commitment. You know, we don't want to feel that way. We want to feel like, hey, yeah, I commit to things and you, I follow through, I get things done, I find ways to do things, I look at new ways to do things. I adjust when I have to because I'm committed to myself. I've got buy-in to get this done, to succeed, to do what I have to do, to learn and share what I have with the world in the best way possible. Think about how that changes things. From, yeah, yeah, I'm going to commit to this. I've committed to starting my own business. It's so, you know, written in stone. It's some heavy-duty contract or something, right? (laughs) So how are you approaching commitment? How are you thinking of it? Are you thinking of it? Are you realizing you're making a commitment? Or are you trying to overlook that feeling or that process? When you got your LLC or corporation, did you panic? Did you think, oh my God, now what am I going to do? I've committed to this. Now I have to go forward. Or did you go, yes, I am on board. We are going How did you feel about it? How did you look at it? When you made a commitment to get something done, do you feel weight about it? Do you feel excited about it? Now, here's another way to look at our commitments. I want you to look at your commitment as something that really frees you. You're not having decisions anymore. You've made a decision to move forward on something. Woohoo, that's awesome. Procrastination means you're unwilling to make a decision to move forward on something. So think of commitment as a positive thing. It is a decision made to move forward. All right. So if you are feeling uneasy about a commitment, then you need to look at it a lot closer. And this is where I want you to really look at the difference between making a good decision, being decisive, procrastinating on a decision and just not making any decision at all. You're not even procrastinating. You're just like, I'm just going to ignore it and just see if it goes away or maybe a decision will come to me. I was thinking about a story. I'm going to admit I may not tell it correctly, but here it goes. You may have all heard it before, but there's a flood and it's announcement on the radio and this man says, well, well, God will save me. He doesn't evacuate when they tell them to evacuate. He goes up onto the second floor and boats come by, people in boats, and they say, hey, hey, you know, here, jump in. We'll, we'll get you out of here. The water is going to get higher. No, no, 
God will save me. They go, okay, are you sure? Yeah, 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 he says, God will save me. The water gets higher and higher and higher. So he has to climb up on the roof. So he's on the roof. And a helicopter comes by and throws down a ladder and says, here, climb up. You know, it's just going to get worse. And Time to evacuate. Climb up the ladder. We'll save you. No, no, no. God will save me. And they say, this is your last chance. It's not going to get any better. He says, nope. Nope, God will save me. I'll wait, God will save me. Okay, there's other people who need help, so they move on. Well, the water gets over the roof, and and sadly, the man drowns. And he gets up to heaven, and he says, I thought you were going to save me. God replies, I gave you a radio message. I got you a boat. I even got you a helicopter. If you don't call it saving, I don't know what is. So (laughs) we have to remember that we're waiting for this magical rescue message we're looking for a neon sign can someone just say yes this is what you should commit to bing 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 you hit it on the head bing bing go here maybe you already got that sign maybe that was your radio announcement the boat or your helicopter to rescue you from yourself you can't wait forever for someone to send you the perfect sign because you may have already gotten the sign a thousand times but you just somehow want it said differently you want it pronounced you want it to feel differently there's something that's not clicking for you and you don't want to be the man in that flood who doesn't really know quite what it is he thinks God's gonna do to save him but for some reason an announcement to evacuate a boat and helicopter aren't quite obvious enough. <laughs> I mean, really, if a boat and a helicopter don't do it for you, I don't know what does. But we all do that, don't we? We want some magical sign of exactly what to do. Where's my exit? When and how do I commit to doing this? Like that man, when does he commit to rescuing himself? When does he commit to saying, oh, God sent me this boat. God sent me this helicopter. That was God telling me on the radio that this is a dangerous place I'm, I need to leave. At what point do you make that commitment to save yourself through whatever God has sent you, whatever the universe has sent you, whatever your beliefs are, it's not really based on this right here. What I'm trying to point out is if you are stalling out If you are procrastinating, if you're hemming and hawing, if you're stopping and starting on making a final commitment to do something, are you not listening? Are you not paying attention? Are you unwilling to listen to the signs? Because for some reason, you're expecting something else, but you obviously don't know what it is. But I can't imagine how much more obvious one can get than a boat and a helicopter to rescue one from a flood. You may be getting those signs. You actually, as I'm telling this, you probably can recognize what those signs are. Now, let me give you a quick example of a sign. I've had a few of them in my life, and one actually was a flood. (laughs) Thank you, God. (laughs) So I worked with federal contracting and a lot in in big, big business and, and federal stuff for a long time. And enjoyed it. I I really enjoyed it. But I realized that that was my whole life. I wasn't doing anything else. God, the universe, whatever you want to call it, sent me a flood. Now I did evacuate 
before the warnings as there were none, but I still lost my home and my business and, and had to really start over. And that message was answering my question, correct? I mean, think about it. Answering my question, is there more to life? Is this what I'm supposed to be doing? This, I'm getting burnout. I need to be doing something else. What a great opportunity to switch directions. So I did. I began to switch my direction. I changed how I structured my life and my business and how I worked as I began to identify where I really wanted to be, what my real purpose was. And if I was fulfilling that properly or if there are other ways I could fulfill it better. And that flood actually gave me that opportunity. It was a painful experience and still shows up in my life every once in a while. But I, again, got a little bit off track. And so I got another huge sign, a smashed right foot. Now, if it doesn't say you're walking in the wrong direction, I don't know what it is. That's a helicopter if I'd call one. That helicopter was so not helpful and so was at the same time. It was a little more painful than I needed. I'm going to be honest with you. But yes, completely smash crushed right foot. Fortunately, it's healed. Thank you for asking. I can still drive like a crazy person. So uh, it was painful though. It stopped my life for a bit there. Changed what I was doing. Changed what I could do. Couldn't drive for I think like three or four months at least. I had to reconnect with my purpose because I started going off track a little bit. Got back into what I knew, what I was known for, what I was comfortable in, what was familiar to me, what I was really skilled at. But I was leaving out my purpose a bit. And so I stepped back into my purpose full on because I did recognize the helicopter. But I see and talk to clients a lot and I ask them, can you recognize the radio announcement? Time to evacuate, there's a flood. Can you recognize, sir, sir, here's the boat. Get in the boat, otherwise you're going to drown. Can you recognize the helicopter? Just climb up the ladder, we can rescue you. This is how you get out of this flood and move to somewhere else into a new direction. Can you recognize those moments that did show you the sign of where to go and what to do. Now those are big ones and you get little ones every day all the time along the way, but we don't always notice them. And what if you took the time to notice them more often, to absorb them within yourself? And so that you, instead of kept saying, I don't know what to do, should I commit, should I not? If I commit to this, am I stuck? Then what do I do? We all go through this. What if commitment was about opportunity? So you commit to getting on the helicopter. It doesn't mean where they take and land you is where you have to stay forever. It's your opportunity to continue to move forward. So when we change how we feel about commitment, if we feel different about commitment as commitment actually is opportunity. And what if you even changed the word commitment and didn't use it anymore and only used opportunity, possibility, flexibility, success path, my purpose filled, whatever it is. This allows me to live my purpose, to be and who I want to be. There are so many of us, and I'm sure you're one of them, that are leaving 
the old business models behind, leaving your jobs, changing your businesses, making massive changes and adjustments, because something just doesn't feel right anymore. And something over the last year has been your helicopter, your boat, your radio announcement of like, something's not working. I have got to save myself here. I've got to do something different. I need to live my purpose. I need to follow my beliefs. I need to follow what I know is true and serve at a higher level to humanity and be as creative as possible and fulfill all my skills and talents and share them with the world. When you have that, you need to keep following it. It's easy to, especially if you've lived most of your life just humming along. You don't really take the time to think about anything else. You don't really have to make other commitments outside. You don't have to step completely outside of your lane and start a fresh path for yourself. And when you do, you want to go, oop, I want to, oh, I think I wanted that path over there. So you have to think of commitment as something exciting, something amazing. It's an opportunity. Because if you allow bad procrastination to get in your way, procrastination is a block. It's a negative. There is nothing pro about it. There's nothing positive about it. There are positive things about being quiet and thinking and allowing things to come through. But when it turns into procrastination, it's no good. It doesn't serve you. It doesn't take you anywhere. Commitment to your gifts, to your purpose, to your beliefs, to your talents, to your skills, to who you really are, what you bring to this world. When you think of commitment, As to you, you are committing to yourself. It's not a negative thing. You're committing to living your best self, your best life, to who you are meant to be. And when you start thinking of commitment that way, take the weight off of it. It is not meant to be that way. It is flexible. You can change Imagine if we all committed to the front crank car and we also had to get out and crank our cars to get it to start. And they said, nope, that's it. We've committed. That's it. Cars will only crank from the front. There will no be no other way to start a car. That's it. We've committed to this. That's the way it's going to be. I don't know about you, but I do not want to be standing out in the rain trying to crank my car to start out there trying to run that thing in a circle in the front of the engine. You know what I'm talking about. How many things can you think of? What if we didn't have cell phones? No computers. What if computers were still just people? It's opportunity. You make the commitment to start. You make the commitment to keep going. You make the commitment to yourself to not give up on yourself. You recognize the radio announcement, the boat, the helicopter, and all the little things in between that say, yes, you're going the right way. Because we often ignore that. Or we want something bigger. We don't even know what that is. It's like we want someone to sit next to us and go, yes, keep doing what you're doing. Now, push the button here. Now, do this. We want someone right there telling us word for word what to do. That's not entrepreneurship. That's not creative. That's not intuitive. 
That's not innovative. Innovative and intuitive and creative are things about being open to possibilities that we might have never thought of before. Coloring outside the lines, smashing that box, don't just step out of it. Commit to being a box smasher. Commit to coloring outside the lines. Commit to doing whatever it takes to live your life how you choose in the best possible way for all of humanity to prosper from. Because when you prosper, others do too. You know, it's like the airplane. Put your oxygen mask on first before you help the other ones around you. It's the same thing. Once you know how to do that, you can help others. You can show others the way. Don't give up. That's commitment. Not giving up. Don't give up. You can do this. Think of procrastination as awful, yucky, terrible, no good. And think of commitment as amazing opportunities ahead. So switch it up. Change your language. Change your tone. Change how you sit. Be open to the signs. Maybe write down the signs that you know you've seen and heard. The ones you recognize that you're on the right path. What is stopping you? It's probably you wanting some other magical sign than the helicopter. Don't let the sign be, I sent you everything. Why didn't you do it? I want you to be there and say, you know what? I took the helicopter. I got the boat. I heard the radio. I saw all the little signs in between and I kept going. I took every opportunity that was available to me and I never stopped because that's who you are. You take every opportunity that's available and you keep going. You innovate, you inspire, you allow your intuition to go, look, there, now go this way. Look, there, go that way. Now go here. Think of this. Allow yourself to follow the path that intuition lights ahead of you. It's like a flashlight and it shows you the path in this dark cave and goes, look, there's a waterfall. Look over here, there's a little stream. Look over here, there's amazing sights ahead. Things you never imagined, things you don't know are there in the darkness. So commit to this, commit to following your intuition, commit to being innovative, creative, and inspiring because you can do this. I know you can. So keep it simple, be at ease with yourself and allow intuition to light the path. Thanks for listening to the Clearly Catherine podcast. If you love the show, share it with a friend, the more the merrier, and we'll see you next time.